Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from pop culture, or in this case, something that flew super under the radar, and then we talk about it. I don't even think this was near the radar. <laughs> this is yeah, that's what you. That's why you fly under the radar, so you don't get a, noticed. A weird sky pick. <laughs> weirder than any of well, this is weirder than anything else you've ever picked, and yet better than anything else you've ever picked. So. <laughs> Do it well, that way you will. To be fair, this was a thing that Amazon picked and was like, hey, nerd, you'd probably like this. Is that how you... I spent the entire time wondering like where your relationship with this movie came from. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon was just like, hey, you like swords or whatever. Check this there's, out. Fucking there's swords nerd. in this, sort of. <laughs> it's a terrible sword. Anyway, we are watching the 16 string... Blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> We are watching The Six String Samurai, a, uh, a 1998 film. And if you guys are like, where can I watch such a film? YouTube is the answer. You can just YouTube it. It's that kind of movie. Yeah, where no one gave a shit. So like, yeah, fuck, we're not trying to get the rights to this. So you can just watch it. It's fine. We tried. I tried to, first I tried to torrent, well, first I checked all the streaming sites and I couldn't find it. And then I tried yeah. to torrent it and it was like. No, man, there's no room here for that. <laughs> then I just casually Googled it, and it was like, YouTube, here. Yeah. Here you uh, go. Amazon, or, yeah, Amazon Prime did have it, and that's where I started watching it, and I was like, we should probably watch this for this show. And then I stopped watching because I wanted to be surprised for the ending. And when I went back to finish it, it was like, yeah, dude, we don't have this anymore. Nobody wanted it. Were you, were you really right. surprised at the ending? Really excited? Or <laughs> I, was, I was a little surprised by the ending. I, I wasn't excited, but I was surprised. So, Sky, what... Wh- I guess we should... Because no one's going to watch this silly fucking movie. Well, maybe people will. I don't know. I don't, what if we cause a resurgence in it? I, they maybe. got 50 extra booth. Well, we're going to spoil the reviews. fuck out of it, but there's nothing <laughs> that startling or surprising in it. No. So, it's... 19, what is it? 1957? Uh, that sounds right. Or, no, no. No, it's in the ni- 60s. In 1957. I think it's way after that. Well, it, it the, it's forty years after whatever happened, right? So, it, in it, it, the so movie has some opening crawl, and it says we're not we're doing this a little different. We're not watching it actively because that so takes if forever. Our, if our details for, are off, for your you're sake. never going to know for one thing, and also uh, there probably will be. But the the <laughs> it takes place in an America where Russia had the nuclear weapons and dropped them in the forties. Uh, in 1957, the Soviet Union attacked. Uh, the U.S. and so that's where all of the that's the apoc- post that's where the apocalypse started. Right now we're in the post-apocalyptic era, forty years later. So it's like 1997, right? Um, About when the movie, movie was actually yeah. shot. So, <clears throat> so everyone died or whatever, and for whatever reason, Elvis became king of America and lived in Las Vegas. Except it's called Lost Vegas. Is it? Yes. On it, all the signs are handwritten. I just assumed that it was shitty handwriting. Oh yeah, uh, I, I also I also did, so. but it says in the oh okay. <laughs> I was reading the the thing. It says Las Vegas. Yeah. So, uh, but Elvis has died, and there needs to be a new king. And all of the traveling Ronin six string samurais are heading to Vegas to try and be the new king of lost uh, lost Vegas and so or America. This movie is a weird mashup. Like spiritual, spiritually, of like, it's definitely Mad Max. But if Mad Max was also Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> but also uh, like a samurai movie, <laughs> yeah, it's. 
I wonder if we were. I mean, maybe you're you're obviously more well versed probably in samurai movies than I am, but mm, only marginally. I honestly don't. A lot of them are super boring. But like maybe if uh, I was a student of Kurosawa, maybe some more of this would. But I've seen Star Wars, so I know <laughs> most of the references. Yeah, you, of Kurosawa. you got it. Um, but also, I sorry as far as far as what this is exactly like. Uh, that last My Chemical Romance album, Danger Days, <laughs> The Secret Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys. This is like the exact plot of that. I'm pretty sure it's like post-apocalyptic. The there's the uh, radio DJ that like guides you through the movie, like it's fucking mm-hmm. American Graffiti, and he's like fucking Scat Man. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, like there's like heroes and like they're fighting over. Like that's what that plot of that concept album is. And then there's a the sequel comic that's not very good. <laughs> and it's except there's you know they're not musician samurai buddy holly men right right so uh, uh, we open up and, and there's a woman running from i don't know some goons and she gets killed and her son watches it happen and then he gets saved by a dude who's dressed like buddy holly who has a sword and he cuts all the dudes down and he just leaves the kid to die in the wasteland the guy who plays buddy uh looks like a real low rent johnny knoxville like a, like a young, like yeah. knockoff Johnny Knoxville, right? One who hadn't been shot in the face with a dildo cannon yet. Yeah, who? Maybe it's because his clothes are so awkwardly fitting, uh, like a young Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Well, he's all uh, like, it's post-apocalypse, so everything is torn up because, because. So he he has a uh, a guitar. And like he has taped a sword to it, yeah, which I kind of love. It's really dumb, and I love. At it. First, I didn't. I was like, his sword just keeps coming and going. I didn't realize it was taped to the back <laughs> of the guitar. Yeah, because I would be like, why is he not carrying a sword? And then suddenly he has a sword later. <laughs> I thought it was like a cartoon, but no, he just has it taped. Like the sheath is taped to it, right? Not right. Just yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and he also has uh, an umbrella. So this dude is on a path to Las Vegas because he's Lost Vegas. Lost Vegas. Excuse me, because he. <laughs> either has already been crowned the king no i think you go there and you play a show and then if they like the show you become king okay because he kept claiming to already be king but that could have just been confidence i wasn't super i think so he's a very confident man that you well a lot of it's earned uh he also has a super torn up umbrella because it's post-apocalypse so his plan as i understand it is to just walk through the desert with an umbrella he has no provisions and no plan other than walking through the goddamn well, desert. Well, and Sky, there are consequences later I know. for that. So, I just wish that he had brought some water with him or something. <laughs> because that that's very much how you die in the desert. That's like the desert's thing. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're notorious for that. Remember how many cattle skulls you saw in cartoons? It's yeah, that. This is fucking Fifle Goes West. Like, <laughs> it's hot out there. Yeah. Uh, so... Also in this world, there's a team, there's like a quartet of dudes. Uh, only one of them has an instrument, and he's wearing a slash hat, and he's, he's death. Yeah, they're the representation of death, and they're like a metal band. Yeah. Everyone else seems to be like 60s rockers, yeah. except the mariachi band. There's a mariachi band at some point. <laughs> yeah. Though they they also kind of played generic rock and roll. Yeah. They were just dressed like mariachi band. That's true. Um. <laughs> but like the other the there are three dudes in death's party and none of them play instruments they're just carrying air, bows and arrows and they have i would say unlimited arrows 
Yes. Which is surprising because we only see them with like 10, but sure, whatever, it's fine. Sky, it's movie magic. Uh, it surely is. Um, this this movie is lacking, uh, if, if nothing is not lacking movie magic. <laughs> you are not wrong. So, uh, Buddy saves this little boy who, for a majority of this of this movie, only speaks in, ah! But he and does, it's the fucking worst. In the, like, middle, he does talk for a second? Yeah, he talks at first in, like, the, this middle point of the movie, and then he intermittently speaks, and it's... Yeah, it's, he, cause it's weird, cause we, so we know he can speak, but he just chooses to scream. Yes, and it's horrible, and I hate him. So every time Buddy tries to leave him, he just screams. Yep. Because, uh, like... <sighs> Buddy doesn't want this fucking kid, probably because he's so annoying. And he uh, first attempts to leave him by making a, a a line in the sand and says, cross this and a spinach monster will eat you or some shit. Yeah. Which, what? Okay. Oh, this movie's also horribly ADR. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every, every line is ADR. Yeah. Badly. <laughs> it Yeah, it doesn't match... Like the tone doesn't match. Whoever was doing it, like, I'm. Pr- it was probably the actual actor, but like, it doesn't match the tone really. It just everybody's so quiet. It's so weird. It it's a yeah. The balance also the balance of music and and sounds is it's all off. Yeah, I could barely understand anything the guy on the radio said because it was so quiet. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was one of those radio personalities with uh, that, yeah, like Scatman, like I said earlier. He's a Wolfman it's, Jack that, type. That's That's it. who you're looking for. Yeah. Like uh, like American Graffiti Sky. I've never seen the movie, but I oh, believe Oh, you would you. hate it. That's probably why I haven't seen it. It's George Lucas' second feature film, Sky. Yeah. Isn't that a good movie? Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not bad. Okay. I've seen it. It's not uh, a movie I would watch repeatedly or like... Sure. Own. I just th- was thinking that it was like well met by like critics and stuff. I mean, it was at the time, and now people are like, "Yeah, American Graffiti is good," but no one's like, "You should rush out and see American Graffiti." They're not yeah. like, they don't compare it. To, it doesn't get the same reception as like fucking Jurassic Park. <laughs> Nothing does. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna take a guess and say that American Graffiti doesn't have animatronic slash CG dinosaurs in it. It doesn't, but it does have a young Ron Howard. Hmm. Ron Howard was young once. I know he was in Happy Days. And Andy Griffith. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I always forget that. Probably because my memories of it are in black and white, so I don't remember his red hair. That's it. Yep. <laughs> but, so, Buddy's like, fuck this kid, and leaves him to die in the... It's basically the a series of uh, him trying to abandon the kid. Yeah. And then uh, something happening and him having to fight, and then being like, all right, come on, kid. <laughs> It's exactly the movie you'd think yep. once you figure out what what it's what's going on. Yep. So o- over the course of the of the film, like Death has agents out and about, and then there are just some other randos. So like Death sent the the f- <laughs> the windmill men. No, well, that- no, the windmill men are ridiculous. But uh, Buddy stops for a drink at a bar. We never see Buddy drink water. We see him drink some whiskey a couple of times. But he's in the desert, and you know what's really hydrating is whiskey. Um, he's made it farther in the desert than you would. I I just let him do his thing. <laughs> I drove through a desert once; it was fine. <laughs> but uh, so he stops for a drink, and Death has sent the pin pals. 
Oh, yeah, the the bowling guys? (laughs) Yep. In my head, I called them the Pin Pals, but then they also called themselves the Pin Pals. Oh, I just, I always thought I'm making fun of them, but nope. And they're exactly what you think. They're just dudes in bowling shirts that are dirty, and they try to fight Buddy, and then he murders them all with swords and stabbings. Their knives are in bowling pins. Yep. And when when he... slices them all dead all three of the there's just a shot of all three of their knives falling to the <laughs> ground yep it's shot exactly like uh someone's first uh like movie in yeah. high school <laughs> yep they're like look how fucking artsy this is it's so weird and <laughs> one of the knives falls into a gas pump there's still gas somehow and uh the- i mean i guess if a lot of people died um the, in, in the-, the nuclear fallout maybe you know the just percentage of people using gas went so far down. There. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. But it's been 40 years. I mean, maybe someone found some gas. Like, they dug for gas. That's how that works, right? Yeah. You just dig until you find a tanker truck, and then you just drive that to the gas station. I just meant, because like, gas lives in the ground. No. Yeah, but it's in the form of petroleum, and then you have to refine it. I, I don't know if that's true. Uh-huh. I just don't know if that's true. No, it is. You, you heat it up real hot. I, I'm not sure. And then it distills okay, into you like... You can't get gas hot. It'll start on fire. Well, yeah, you're getting oil hot. And then it evaporates and <laughs> condenses in like, I don't know, four or five different chambers. I don't know why I have a diagram of a gas say, refiner, or a petroleum refinery in my brain, but there it is. This is uh, Skywatch, an episode of Beekman's World, and learn all of this. I think it was in a book, a textbook. I can remember the diagram pretty clearly. I feel like as a kid, you were so engrossed in Bill Nye that you were uh, vehemently uh, anti uh, Beekman's Beekman's World. World, Yeah. Well, it did have that stupid rat man. He was a lab rat. It was stupid. Yeah, he I, took his feet off once, and then they kept running away because they smelled bad. Hated it. It was a children's show. You hate all the children's aspects of these children's shows. You're like, the Ninja Turtles should be more ninja and not have jokes. They should just <laughs> slice and sneak. I don't remember saying that. You did when we were talking about uh, Toka and Razor. You're like, oh. that, uh, them being babies isn't funny. <laughs> well, that's true. That wasn't funny. It's it was dumb. Funny. I wanted to see a cool fight between mutants, and it didn't happen. They do fight. They fight in front of fucking vanilla ice. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> There's more dancing than fighting. Yeah, there is that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the 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 movie itself is basically Buddy running or trying to get to a gig in Vegas and trying to ditch this kid. And the kid it comes to be like he knows how engines work, and he knows yeah. a lot about cars for some reason. Even though it's been fucking forty years since anybody's made a car. I mean, maybe he had a dad who knew how to do stuff, and he passed on his knowledge. Or his mom knew. Yeah, or his mom. Yeah, wait. Yeah. Equal opportunity. Sky. (laughs) You're right. Because at one point, uh, they, like, Clint Eastwood shows up to the bar, and he dies in the fire, and the kid steals his car. Um, And the car breaks down because it's been, you know, 40 years since it's been serviced, I'm sure. And uh, while there's some Mad Max cannibal people chasing after him so buddy just leaves the kid with the car to die again and the kid yeah like, pours pretty, some gross ass muddy water into the radiator pretty, this is pretty early on when he still wants him to die uh, yeah you know and the, and the can the marauders have like a catapult that shoots like 
bouncy balls and gumballs. Yeah. It was super weird. He uh, puts that water in that hot radiator. It would crack that fucking radiator. Oh, real in quick. half. And also, you could tell from when he is, like, he finds, like, a little metal can, and he's using that to transfer water, and it's super fucking muddy, and then when you see him pour it, it is crystal clear. So whoever was like, you're not fucking up my engine. You can use clear water. <laughs> <laughs> Which I appreciate. But, yeah, so the ki- the kid knows engines, and at some point later in the movie, he, the first real words that he speaks to Buddy are, uh, comparing two different cars and how one is better in a quarter mile and buddy instead of like well he is a little surprised like you could speak but he's also chastises him for his choice in cars none of you have seen cars <laughs> for a long time why are, ugh, it's weird they see they they see cars they're they're cars yeah but they're all they all go like 30 miles an hour also they're in the desert at this point because he's on his journey like Maybe there are still, like, pockets of civilization where there are cars and shit. I suppose. Or marauders. Yeah. I mean, Mad Max has all those cars. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense either. Um, and that weird cannibal family has car. Has yeah, a car. Buddy tries to leave the kid with a with a cannibal family that in no way tries to ha- hide that they want to eat this kid. And then the fucking windmill people show up and they're dressed in NASA stuff. Yeah, but, like, NASA stuff, if, like, you went to the garbage and made a NASA costume. Yeah. Their backpacks are literally Culligan water. Um, yeah. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, Buddy does not murder the cannibal family, but he does kill all the windmill people. I think the cannibal family gets away in their car. Yeah, the they, hi- or they hijack, carjack. Uh, the car, but we see it later, uh, like uh, flipped over on the side of the road. So they get theirs. Don't worry. Oh, did that happen? I yeah. must have missed that. That's probably eating chicken nuggets. That could be. But yeah, so they go from weird thing to weird thing. Um, all the while, death is chasing them. Yeah. And they come to one village where there's, I don't know, like toilet water that everybody's drinking or something. And Buddy leaves the kid with uh, a, a small person or a little person. Just a little little guy who's sitting on like a little throne of sand or something. It, yeah. And they put like a blue filter over it so it looked like it was ice, but it was it couldn't have been. I don't know. It was weird. And he goes to get fucked by a prostitute. Buddy does. But he doesn't seem to be into it. Yeah, he really uh, he unenthusiastically hires a prostitute or something. And then Death shows up. Um... And, like, <laughs> the kid screams, and then they, they escape again. And some dude from the bar tra- picks a fight with Buddy, and Buddy kind of humiliates him. And then later, they fight in the sand, and Buddy kills him and feels bad about it all of a sudden. It's like, you've killed, like, 30 people so far in the movie, but this one dude you well, feel bad about? He, he he likes to fight people in numbers. It makes it feel like it's... <laughs> You know, because when you're just killing one guy and you're that good, it's not fair. Yeah. And, like, he throws... He... (laughs) He does not respect his sword, which upsets me. He's constantly throwing it into the ground and into sand and rocks and stuff. It's like, that fucks up the blade buddy. What are you doing? This is the part where he uh, he takes the sword off the guitar, tosses the guitar to the little boy, and then the little boy rides the guitar down the hill. That comes later. Oh, okay. At this point, 
he seems to abandon both his sword and the kid because he's tired of murdering folks, I guess. But then the kid grabs it. Oh yeah, and, he and pretends that back. the sword is heavy. Yeah, he he drags that guitar like it weighs a shitload. Yeah, and then he tells Buddy that he could still be a good king, and he's like, "Okay, I'll keep on murdering." So they they just start walking through the desert with no water uh, and no plan other than walk to Vegas. And we started off with like three hundred miles to go, and in the course of this day, they've traveled like two hundred miles. It, it could be more than just one day. It's hard to say. Yeah. The sense of time is very yeah, it's non-existent. Vague. But we the we we keep getting random signs that are luckily along this dude's path, even though he's not tra- like following a road. Yeah, he's just walking straight through the desert. <laughs> um, and eventually, death catches up with them because because uh, it always does. Well, yeah, there's that, and also they fucking wandered into the desert with no water, so they both have collapsed. And um, Death shows up, and he's like, bring me the guitar, because he wants the guitar. Cause... Yeah, it's like a fancy guitar that people like or something. Yeah. And at one point, a kid rides it. <laughs> <laughs> that point is coming up, because even though the t- both of them have passed out in the desert due to dehydration, I assume, uh, once Death shows up, Buddy just pops back up, and he uh, <laughs> grabs the kid, sets him on the guitar, and kicks him down a hill. And that kid slides down that dune for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he takes a sword and he, he starts blocking the arrows of uh, Death's guys. And that Death's goes on for guys. some time. Because um, as it turns out, the guy who plays Buddy is also the writer of the film. And Oh, is he? Yep. And Johnny he, Falcon? Yep. What a great name. And there's no way he was looking at his writing crew or the crew in general. I was like, people are going to want to watch me do a lot of flips and stuff. So we're going to do that. You're going to throw arrows lightly. I'm going to do backflips in the desert. So that goes on for a while. Johnny Falcon. (laughs) Flip expert. To be fair, Johnny Falcon is a pretty decent martial artist. Yeah, but I don't know if anyone else is because there's a lot of fast cuts in this movie. Yeah. But we can at least see Johnny doing flips and shit. Yeah. Um, but the kid is abducted by, uh, I don't know, the Dragon Zord. We keep hearing like the Dragon Zord screeches, or I, which I guess are also Godzilla screeches. Oh, that monster that gets him that we don't actually see? Yeah. I was like, I don't remember there being anything like that. But yeah, yeah it's because we don't we just, see it. Yeah, we see him getting dragged away, but that's about it. Um. And Buddy gets away from death, and he, like, follows the kid down a chute into something. I don't know. It's like an underground bunker that someone off camera keeps saying is hell. And the kid has to fight another kid. A kid we saw get shot with an arrow earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was getting sleepy by this point in the movie, so. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. What was, what was the movie? What was a weird fever dream that I had later? <laughs> Hard to say. Impossible to tell. Um, but, like, Buddy follows him in there, and he's able to coach the kid. Who His name in the credits is straight up The Kid. Uh, I I was calling him Screechy, or maybe just Screech, because that's what he did. But he gets into a fist fight. Like, he watched Buddy do Tai Chi in the desert, so he tries to center himself during this fight. But the kid who we saw die earlier just kind of shoves him and yells at him to hit him. 
So the kid just eventually punches him in the face and snaps his fingers because that's what Buddy does. And he learned. Yes. And they get out of there because what? why? Why wouldn't they be able to? <laughs> but Death is still following them. At one point, but like they kind of gave up on the chase just then because there's still other guitar guys to kill. And throughout the movie, like there's interspliced cuts of other guitar dudes wandering towards Vegas that death has hunted down, murdered and took their guitars. He's like general grievous. He takes their guitars instead of their lightsabers. Exactly. Like general grievous. And the other, the dudes with bow and arrows are like the robots that general grievous has. Magna cards. Yep. The robots. Um, but they they escape hell, and they run into the Russian army. Oh yeah, <laughs> but he's like, "What are you dudes still doing it? The war is over. What war doesn't matter? None of those men would have been very old when all of that went down. Also, yep, 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 yep. because they're all about Buddy's age, and Buddy's what thirty-ish. Yeah, and. So it was it was at least he was born at least 10 years after the bomb dropped and it appears that no one has good resources cuz all of the Russian army are also just filthy where well, they've been just waiting here for something yeah but there's a lot of them and then buddy hands his guitar to the kid he's like don't scratch it and then he goes to murder the army he kills all of them he does like he does a lot of jumps and stabs and I feel like the, around. the commander guy runs away, but he kills the rest of them. Yeah, that sounds right. And eventually, Buddy does get stabbed once, but because there's no bullets left. They all had like guns and bayonets and stuff, but the... Uh... There's also no blood in this movie, so it's hard to tell sometimes if people... Yeah. Well, when everybody's dead, we do see a little bit of blood on Buddy's arm, like on his hand. Yeah. As though it's dripping down, and then he collapses. That was because... for artistic... Yeah, something. I mean, he did just kill an army, so I'd be tired too, I imagine. Yeah. So he takes a little nap. Meanwhile, the kid starts dragging his his limp body down the road. Uh, he struggled to pull that gu- like drag that guitar earlier. Now he's dragging a full grown man. Yep. And he's doing like he's he remembered to grab the sword and the guitar, which is good, but <laughs> he didn't do the most obvious thing, which would be to just throw the strap over his back. And carry it, or throw the strap on Buddy and lead it on his tummy. Yeah, instead, he... <laughs> so stupid. Instead, he grabs it, picks it up, moves it like ten feet down the road, then drags Buddy past it and moves it again, as though it was like trying to move a monument with logs, and you need to bring the last one to the front to keep rolling it. Is <laughs> dumb. It's real dumb. But uh, he's just a dumb kid, guy. Yeah, clearly, he grew up in the wasteland. And he's been drinking lead water or whatever. The gas pumps have said, <laughs> definitely said lead inside. So, <laughs> but uh, death has caught up with them again. Buddy like revives and they, they've made it to, they can see Vegas. They are shouting distance from it. And death shows up again. And the, they threaten to kill the kid. And Buddy's like, whatever, don't, uh, I'll come with you. Don't kill the kid. And he tells the kid to keep running to Vegas. He doesn't. Because he's stupid. He's a stupid little kid. Yeah. So, Buddy and Death uh, have a little confrontation, and Death tells him to give him his guitar. Buddy's like, whatever, just don't hurt the kid. And then they have, like, a little guitar battle. 
That is pretty good. The devil went down to Georgia situation. Yeah. Except, like, There's Buddy's no accepting death? I don't know what's happening in this in this moment. It's weird. But the kid, like, finds the sword because Buddy threw it in the fucking ground again because he doesn't respect his sword. And he holds it over his head, He-Man style, and runs... <laughs> runs at death just screaming because that's what he does he's a he's a yeller he only speaks and yells yeller um and buddy turns around because the kid is there again he's like why and then he gets shot in the back with like too many arrows one arrow is too many arrows but it was more (laughs) than one arrow it was like seven and uh, so he goes down because he got shot with fucking seven arrows in the back. And the kid is just like, he like covers the kid so the kid doesn't get shot with arrows, which is nice. And then like death comes over to claim the guitar in victory. But like buddy pops up again and then they have a sword fight, even though like you should be really dead. It's magic. Or at least tired. Because he just killed a whole army. Sky. He's the best samurai in the West. I guess. Uh, but there's there's more sword fighting. And at some point, uh, Buddy bests Death. Oh, no, 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 no. Death actually does get the drop on him. Yeah. Death kills Buddy. Yeah. And then the kid spits on him. Yeah. The on kid death. says... <laughs> and then uh, Death doesn't like that. Yeah. And... Uh, the kid had taken a canteen off of one of the corpses of uh, the army guys. And he straight up Wicked Witch's death. Yeah. He just sprays water on him, and death spins around until he's dead. Yep. His weakness was water. Yep. Well, I guess that makes just sense like to live the movies, in the fucking desert. Just like the movie uh, Signs. Yep. And then Buddy fucking Force Ghosts. <laughs> his clothes are just gone. Er, he is gone, but his clothes are left behind. Yeah. And the kid puts his clothes on and heads to Vegas. The end. And well, then there's like a brief like he he morphs into Buddy to show that he's gonna grow up to be the king, right? Because he uh, learned all the things from Buddy, except to play so, a, except playing guitar. Well, we only see Buddy play guitar like once and a half. We only hear him playing guitar once. Like he's playing it all throughout the when they're driving in the Plymouth, and then well, yeah. Like, everybody recognizes Buddy as a good guitarist. Yeah, but he doesn't... We don't see that much. Yeah. <laughs> for a... Uh, to build suspense, Jake. For, for a movie the final death battle. Six-string samurai. We don't see anyone samuraiing on their six strings. Yeah. And everybody acts as though a six-string is an uncommon thing. Like, were you expecting five? Like, why are you all yeah. saying it? Like, the emphasis is on six strings. Yeah, that's how guitars come. But yeah, that was it. That was... So... so this movie is really terrible, but not bad. <laughs> it ain't great, but it's it's not like a slog to get through, no. more or less. It, it's not like fucking Great Wall. Great Wall costs like millions and millions of dollars. This one only costs a couple million dollars. And it is so much better <laughs> than that fucking terrible ass boring movie. I disagree. But I understand. This is more position. interesting. That movie is just a fucking... Just just drags. You don't care about anyone in it. <laughs> this you're like, eh, that kid's alright. He's he's just screaming at, at that guy who looks like Buddy Holly. <laughs> uh, if you're Buddy Holly, then I'm Mary Tyler Moore. 
Ooh, ooh. I hate that song so much. Uh, but but yeah, the the movie has a lot of stupid jokes, like really terrible jokes. Um, but again, the guy playing the lead character also wrote it, so he was just in it to have a good time. I want to say I read somewhere that this was like he wanted this to be like a th- three. He wanted a trilogy out of this. Yeah, there was he had a trilogy plan, and it was supposed to launch his career. Yep, because uh, he was a martial artist. But he'd been in several Hong Kong action movies in the 1980s and early 1990s, so. Uh-huh. And the guy who directed this didn't direct anything else again until uh, the 2005 film The Crow Wicked Prayer, which I know oh. is your favorite The Crow movie. <laughs> I honestly, I have not seen either. Oh, no, I did see one of The Crows, the one with uh, Tui Trang. I don't know. I don't know any. I think the that's crows. the second one. How so many I may have there? seen it. I don't know. Maybe three? There are four. Oh, okay. I, w- I really thought it would have been more than that. Yeah, you just have a skewed concept because Peter was so into The Crow. He really loved The Crow. I thought it was like uh, the Resident Evil movies where you, oh, there's, there's just, just like a shitload. All of a sudden there's just another one? Yeah. <laughs> I could have swore they said the last one was the last like one. To keep the, like to keep the world spinning, like just every three years you have to have a Resident <laughs> Evil movie. That's what powers the Earth core. But yeah, so this movie... Uh, I I will never watch it again. Yeah, but I don't hate that I had to watch it. <laughs> Jake, what? What was the most terrific part? It's a good question. I just the whole damn thing. I don't know. <laughs> it was terrific from from tit to tat, from <laughs> soup to nuts. Soup to nuts. Yeah, that's a thing. Is it? Yeah, it's uh, an old an old. Uh, Adage? adage about something soup and nuts i guess yeah is it I hazelnut think, soup i think it's hazelnut soup you eat all the broth and then you're nuts <laughs> isn't that just what nutella is is hazelnut soup uh i mean more or less a real thick stew i don't know nothing i don't i can't think of anything in particular that stands out but also i watched it like three days ago hmm. and after work so i was getting a little sleepy and eating chicken nuggets you didn't find the whole rockabilly nonsense uh i mean like i said i the whole thing was just generally like this isn't that bad (laughs) or do you just have a skewed you're just used to crap on top of crap yeah because you made me watch the great wall and uh i don't know why you're so mad at the great wall the great wall is great no it's not it's really boring it's got power ranger armies yeah uh, but by the time the you monsters. get to them doing anything, it's already been like three years of your life has gone by. <laughs> this right off the get-go, like, you're just like, that guy has a sword and a guitar. He slices people's faces open. All right, let's go. <laughs> and then you just walk through the desert with a guy slicing people up. It's great. Well, it's not great, but it's pretty good. That's fair. It's watchable. <laughs> it was ambitious. I will give it that. Yeah. They tried. Like, the acting is not stellar but i've seen worse yeah and everybody seems to be having a good time yeah that's really what i like in a movie is watching people have a good time that's that's fair that's why dave batista is my favorite actor (laughs) no one's having a better time than dave batista it's true have you seen the movie where he's the if he's anything but drags no i haven't (laughs) there's a movie that seems like a spiritual sequel to John Wick, where it's a, a convict like hospital. That's I forget what it's called, but it's pretty good. It's got Charlie Day in it. No, I'm unfamiliar with this. 
it's pretty good. Uh, I'm gonna say that it's turtle riff. I like the premise. Yeah, the whole premise is good. Pretty turtle riffic. It's weird. I don't know why Russia had the bomb and dropped it, and they don't bother. Yeah, they don't. They give you it. just enough information to be like, all right, okay, fucking whatever. Let's do this. Uh, who's the most likable or effective character? Um, it, it's got to either be the kid or Buddy, right? <laughs> I'm gonna say that it's the Wolfman voice guy on the radio because oh, he's he's basically the narrator of the film. Yeah, except um, I couldn't understand or hear anything he said. So. I could hear most of it. Like he was basically catching every time the uh, the movie would cut, he'd explain to you what's going on. Well, I guess I'll just go with the kid because he made it. <laughs> he sure did. Or yeah. the cannibal dad. I think he died. I think so, too. So, Jake, uh, what was your pop culture palette clan? Well, I've done way more of that than I have watching this movie. Yeah. Because uh, we took that week off, you know, because we finished uh, whatever we watched. The reboot. Yeah. Um, what did I do? Well, let's see. We're we're almost done with Queer Eye Season 3. We're, you know, we're taking our time, really. Really enjoying that. That's a pretty good one. Savoring every bite. Absolutely. It's fantastic as always. Um, I started uh, the second half of season five, Arrested Development. Boy, is that terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should do that for this, but uh, I don't want to subject myself to it again. I don't. I just don't want to. It makes everyone too sad. It's so... Every joke falls so flat, and it, there are scenes that are just... So long and nothing is happening. And it's it's so meandering and weird and I don't like it. it makes me angry. I only watched the first two episodes because I just needed to walk away. I was like, alright, I'll come back. I'll get the other like eight of these or whatever it is. Remember how tight the first three Yeah. Like writing and acting wise were? Yeah, the first three seasons of that are perfect television and that the first two seasons are perfect television. The third season gets a little weird because they were trying to rush an ending. That's not their fault. Yeah. Um and then that season four was a mess. And yeah. then I rewatched it when they re edited it to make it less of a mess and it was still terrible. And here we are in season five, and hopefully this is it, so I never have to watch any more Arrested Development. You can just stop. No, I've come so far. Alright. God damn it. <laughs> What else did I watch, <laughs> I know I watched some things, but and I, I made a mental list of things to tell you, but I, I forget all of them. Uh, yeah, all my TV shows are back on, so I'm, you know, getting my Goldbergs and Superstore, you know, watching those. Like TV. <laughs> I see. Not good TV, I just like TV. <laughs> Just having it on. It's like yeah. a comforting friend. It really is. It's just just watch old episodes of Seinfeld over and over again because they're warm and predictable. Mm. What did you do, Sky, for uh, the pop culture? Uh, not a lot. Work's been weird. I've, I did or I uh, replayed Pokemon Moon, and I became the first Alola champion again. Uh, that was fun. Nice. Um, and I had to help my mom move, so that fucking sucks. Moving is the worst experience. Well, great news. Guess who you're going to get to help move next? Well, you had better pack the boxes before I come to help you move them. Absolutely. I've already okay. started doing that. I'm not even going to make anyone help me move anything but things I can't carry alone. <laughs> By the time you get there, or anyone gets there to help me, 
95% of our stuff should be there already, if I have my way. <laughs> Just every day we'll take two carloads, and then over the course of a week, we'll have moved most of it. And then people will help us carry mattresses and dressers for an afternoon, and then it will be over. Yes. When my sister asked me to come and help move her stuff, and I showed up, and she hadn't actually packed anything. That's bananas. I was annoyed. <laughs> I was like, I'm not helping you pack up your kitchen. What is, what is this? Yeah, that's not your job. You're yeah. a mover. So you knew this was coming. I don't live here, so I didn't do any of it. I spent yesterday afternoon packing up action figures. <laughs> I saw the video on the uh, Instagram. Oh, that was the, yeah. I, I packed all those in that box, and then I said, "Katie, I should I should make this more interesting," and unpacked them all, and then made that video. <laughs> she just shook her head. That sounds continued right. Continued about her day. I don't think we actually own a house yet, um, so I don't want to pack too much because in case something falls through, yeah. We'll see. Probably a good plan. Yeah. Oh, I also um, went to a billiards room. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know how in a bar, there's only the one table, so uh -huh. there's some douchebag breathing out of your neck trying to give you advice on how to shoot uh -huh. because he wants the table. Uh, in a pool hall, you just get a table because there's a, like 30 or 40 tables, so there's yeah. no one standing there staring at you. And it's lovely. You know we had one of those at home, right? Like a pool hall? Yeah. I did not. Oh, yeah. In Mantito. Oh, neat. It's called Chalk It Up. <laughs> I see. It's also a bar, but it has yeah. a shitload of pool tables in it. Mm, neat. Uh, I went with a friend because we went to go see us. And uh, it was just nice to not have a douchebag breathing down your neck. Sky, you also saw us. I did see us. As part of your pop culture palette club. I was getting there. Oh, okay. I just thought maybe you didn't put two and two together. <laughs> it's a good movie. Um, I'm not usually one for horror because I find it dumb. Usually, because I feel like the whole conceit of the scariness is this could happen to you, and it's like no, it fucking can't. But this one, like watching the trailer, is like I have no idea how any of this plays out, and I wanted to know. So uh, Jordan Peele did a good job of both enticing me, someone who doesn't give a shit about horror, and then he did a great job of actually having a movie that was good. Like he's a, he's a good director writer. Right director. He's good. He's also in Toy Story 4. Is that right? Yes. Does he play Spoonie? No, he's that's uh, Keanu Reeves, I believe. Is <laughs> it? No, it's not Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves <laughs> is someone else. Uh, that is someone. He uh, he's he and he and uh, Key are the stuffed animals from the ah uh, from the fair. I see. I haven't watched the trailer yet. What are you even doing with your life, man? I don't know. Other stuff. Like not watching it guess oh it's tony hale buster yeah buster not tobias that's david Cross. uh keanu reeves is someone called duke kaboom but he's a princess doll he is a canadian daredevil toy with a white outfit a mustache and a toy motorcycle neat i was picturing more of a chip hazard because duke kaboom sounds uh -huh. like a gi joe well yeah yeah but this was good um the uh I don't really want to say anything that might spoil it, but there is something I didn't really like. Oh, okay. Well, then this is probably how it's going to end. And then you're more or less right. I but it's still... I didn't see it, so I don't know. It's still pretty solid. Know. It's been a like a week, so if you're gonna, if you're super excited about it, you probably went and saw it already. But it's a good movie. Uh, yeah, that's probably about it. Got anything else to add? Uh, no, probably not. Okay. 
Well, uh, we are coming up on our two-year anniversary. Uh, we're going to take another week off, and then our next episode That's because we'll... I'm going to Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. I'm very excited. And also, we're doing our hiatus thing, and that's just kind of what we do. Um, <laughs> it's a sabbatical more than anything, because yeah. we still do this. Gives me... Well, I have to edit less things. Um, but Gives our, more time to J.O. That's right. Our next episode will actually come out on our two-year anniversary, so we'll try to do something, something special for you. And then... Uh, in that, we'll, we'll probably just have a podcast. We're not going to send you money or anything. Yeah. I mean, if you want to send us money, that'd be pretty rad. would be great. Or even just podcast birthday cards. <laughs> Nothing quite like an e-card to lift your spirits. <laughs> but that'll probably do it for this two-week segment of our hiatus. Thank you guys it's very much for listening. Um, again, if you wanted to watch the movie, it's on YouTube for free. It's fine. If you want to, go for it. If not, you're not missing anything. Um, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end on the Twitter. You can email the show at popculturefailure@gmail.com. You can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I am at Midwest Love Affair. And we will see you guys in two weeks with uh, something special. S- something else. Yeah. Stay frosty, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>